What's Up Whittier. Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Here are the notes of our community cork board filled with this week's events. Hey guys, producer Christine here with some community cork board announcements. It sounds a little weird. I'm recording in a kitchen, but that's okay. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. we have the Whittier Farmer's Market located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. From June 19th through July 20th, Pena Reading Academy will host a summer tutoring program Mondays through Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon. You can get more information from Melinda Pena in episode 17 about class size, other educational resources, and a special discount. Give them a call at 562-698-7323. Starting June 19th this summer at the Whittier Public Library and the Whitwood Branch Library, Whittier kids can sign up for the Summer Reading Club. Guys, it is that time of year again. Concerts in the Park is starting this week. Yeah, you heard it. All that time we've been waiting for, it's finally come. So June 26th, it'll start and we'll go until August. On June 26th, we have Scott Bruce performing on a Monday as an Elvis impersonator in Central Park at the corner of Friends and Bailey. And on Thursday, June 29th, Stone Soul will be performing Motown at Parnell Park, located at Scott and Lambert Road. I'll announce more dates as the week goes on, just to let you know. So this week it's those shows, and next week it'll be different shows. Enjoy. The show starts at 7, but if I were you, I'd get there about 4 or 5 o'clock. To celebrate America's birthday, the city of Whittier is hosting a 4th of July spectacular at Yorkfield, located at the corner of Santa Fe Springs Road and Slauson. Admission to the event is free for kids and $5 for adults. Alright guys, you know the drill. If you have something you'd like us to feature in the community cork board, tag us on Instagram, check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier, or send us an email at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and you think other people would also like this podcast, recommend it to them. It's a really cool way to kind of showcase what our town has to offer. Whittier is a little bitty town, but let me tell you, it's really coming up in the last few weeks, so it's pretty exciting. All right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode this week. Jesse and I learned a little bit more about Remo, and hopefully yeah. you guys will enjoy it. Take Da-da. care. Da-da. Bye-bye. <laughs> you didn't do it. You didn't do it. watch the uh it's a uh, captain underpants with my kids i don't know if you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah the comic book? i know yeah it's like a kid's, kid's <laughs> where is this going jesse <laughs> well, it's, it's, where it's going is that it's it, he his uh what is it like his saying is uh he says tra la la so it's kind of <laughs> like it reminded me of your you know intro but anyways um so this week's episode podcast episode is uh is uh gonna be our our one and only special guest nah maybe Super, not so special no, i don't know i don't know guest. maybe <laughs> <laughs> the worst guest ever a humble guest at that no this this week's uh podcast is uh is our one and only remo, Woo, remo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad dog bark <laughs> <laughs> so uh say hello remo <laughs> Hello, Remo. <laughs> oh, right. Hello, out there, Whittier. 
it, it's uh, actually it's good. I mean, I know we we had our first uh, kind of intro. Um, our first episode was our, our kind of intro, and we briefly talked about ourselves, mm-hmm. but never got into detail of exactly what we do and how we do it and, and why we do it. So I think this is this is a good time. Plus, a lot of things have happened since we first started. Yeah, so, this is, it's been um, a, we've come a long way. What's up, Whittier? Mm-hmm. That's right. So This is episode number 24. Four, four. Yeah, yeah, 24. Jeez. 24. So that's 24 weeks every single week popping out an yep. episode. Yep. We're halfway there. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's almost to the end of the year. Oh, mm. my gosh. Yeah, it's June. And I tell you, the difference between that f- first one or two episodes, you know, God bless their <laughs> souls that, <laughs> that joined us early. Whoever survived that listening through it. Yeah. And, and I, I just remember, <laughs> Jesse, the way you were sitting, <laughs> you were like, and you hear me now, and then <laughs> yeah. you would keep listening to yourself, and uh, it's like, yeah. damn, what's going on, man? Yeah. And now you're rocking some headphones while you're uh, while you're listening to yourself talk. That's right, man. I have to. But uh, going in, going into our discussion, so Remo, tell us a little bit about yourself. What, what is it? What is it that you do? And uh, and uh, man, it's like deja vu. I usually <laughs> hear that question being asked, what but you, what I never doing? get Jesse's eye contact. Like. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I do many things. Uh, I um, don't get too personal. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. <laughs> get too I'm a podcast uh, <laughs> co-host. <laughs> no. uh, by trade, I I help families, or we help families, I should say, uh, sell and buy real estate in uh, you know the, the I would say not even Southern California, Whittier and the surrounding cities. Uh, we're sp- trying to specialize locally. Um, not too far. So if you're looking um, to you know to buy a property in North Hollywood, probably we're not not going to be your people. But damn. So what do you recommend? Because I'm looking to buy a property in North Hollywood. Well, <laughs> I, I'll give you uh, a lot of numbers. None of them will be ours. But if you're looking for something local, that's that's where we kind of shine. Where we have the the deep relationships with other agents. We uh, ho- hopefully have some goodwill in the, in the community. <laughs> And uh, we are able to just have a little bit warmer conversation than maybe the next agent to just get, you know, a better, uh, maybe a better deal for some of our people. So, um, so yeah, we're we're in the real estate world. We last year we helped, the, I think it was fifty three families, and this year we're on pace to help I think sixty eight families wow. by herself. Wow. So we try to be uh, we try to be busy. We're a team, and I say we, and always say we. Uh, it's myself. We have two awesome buyers agents. So if you're going to be buying, you'll be working with one of them too. And then we have two awesome admin um, as well. Actually, three. One is more part time, works from home. But uh, so yeah, we uh, we we do real estate. Woo, shout out to Team Remo the Realtor. Woo, woo. So and, and that's and that's big. I mean, that's how most people know. Because it's funny uh, when I talk to people about the podcast and I tell them that I got a, a co-host and I say Remo and then usually it's a, a response R- is it Remo the realtor <laughs> yeah oh. it's Remo the realtor so so it's good good branding right it's uh yeah it, it's actually pretty uh, it's a good catch I don't catch line or whatever you want to call it yeah. but yeah it, it's uh, been working and, and I think Remo came about because the first the first Six. Uh, my name is is Ramon. And but yeah, I was gonna say, by the way, your your name is not really Remo, right? Yeah. It's, it's well, Juan. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then we got all of a sudden we got Remo. Well, we're saying that his your real name is not even Remo's Ramon, right? Yeah. 
But it's spelled oh, it's Ramon. Yeah, <laughs> Juan. No, it's spelled a little different. It's R E M O, so Remo, yeah. U N. But uh, my nephews uh, couldn't really pronounce it, so I had a variation of Dudu, which is still some of them what they call me. Dudu, that's that's like that's poop, you know. Yeah, and yeah you know that's what my cousin calls my grandma. How funny! Called right? her Dudu because he could never say Eunice. Interesting. Uh, well, yeah. something similar. So uh, Remo was a lot easier than Ramon. And this was maybe six, seven years ago. And so it just it's kind of stuck. And, and then Remo, the realtor, it just kind of it flows off your tongue. That's where Remo came from. It was part, partially my nephews that uh, that helped start that uh, that name. And ever since then, I just kind of rolled with it. And Remo's just easier. It's like a first name that could just, doesn't need a last name, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Remo. It's very unique. Yeah. So when people can just, when they hear Remo, it's just, they know it's yeah. Remo. Yeah. Do they think do, when you call somebody and, and they don't meet you in person, do they think you're Hawaiian? Have you ever got that yet? Or Hawaiian? Samoan? No. Is there Remo's in Hawaii? Remo's, uh, uh, Remo's like a uh, Hawaiian, or you hear it more in, in Hawaii. I, yeah. I try to get Remo.com, but Remo is a band or a drum maker, I believe. Yeah. And so they make drums. And so Remo's not available because oh, <laughs> or Remo.com's not available. Mm. So the be- next best thing is RemoTheRealtor.com. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So how long have you been in business, man, or as a realtor? Well, I it's, it's funny. I've been on the real estate side for seven years now. I started more on the financing side, and so that was maybe six years. So altogether, 13, 14 years. Um, I had no interest in ever being in, in real estate. I was more of an IT person. So um, when I was going, so here, here's a little bit more history about me. So I, I used to um, work for the register recorder office in their IT department. And um, that was a kiss job, man. Why, uh, how'd uh, you end up leaving that? Well, I, I mean, if any of my register recorder peeps that were, God, it's been. 10 years now, no, probably 11, 12 years since I left. So if, if you guys are listening, which some of, uh, you know, we have a lot of Facebook friends, uh, or I have a lot of, of them on Facebook. Um, I had a job at 23 making really good money. I was um, like almost an analyst. I had a job. No one knew what the hell I did in the, in the whole building, including my boss, um, or at least to do the, the, the job that I did Correct. with the software. So I did patch management. So those little updates on the bottom right of your computer that say Microsoft updates, I would update those for 1,500 computers and 500 Mm -hmm. laptops all from my desk using a software that I went to a training for like two weeks to learn how to use. So they would only ask, come to my desk and and ask if I'm doing my job when a virus comes, you know, in the county and it's really two, three times a year that will happen. And they'll come say, hey, are we patched for you know patch one two three four five and yeah. i say here's a report we're 99 percent patched and then they leave me alone for the next three months so it was a cake job but going back to the question i got introduced to it because my uncle who has been in the business for 30 years he um he had tons of files and so he wanted to go paperless and so I um, I we bought this large scanner we started scanning stuff we indexed so he could actually find the stuff once it's scanned and then during the scanning process, and this was when I was in my early 20s, I started looking at the checks, and I was realizing, how the hell, how the hell can this guy, gal, you know, or couple makes this kind of money with, because just overall, I mean, y- they say uh, 
don't judge a book by its cover, but damn it, I judged the book, <laughs> <laughs> many books. And then, all, you know, all I came back was if they could do it, then I can. So I just, it, it piqued my interest and I've always just had an entrepreneurial spirit. And so um, there was a promotion that came up. I had finished uh, my for gra uh, graduate, not graduate school, my undergrad. And after a year, I was just bored at, in the evening. So I would always, from being a, a younger adult or younger teenager, I always worked. So what ended up happening is uh, I just got bored. So after a year of being out of school, I would go home and I would no, have no idea what, what to do. You know, I played basketball maybe four or five days a week in different leagues to keep busy, but uh, then it wasn't just fulfilling. So what ended up happening is I wanted to go back and get my, my MBA. So what happened <coughs> is the, there was the next position up for the county, and the way the county works is you take an exam. And the exam is not really an exam, it's an interview. And then you get, you get placed on a score. And so I was scored on what's called band one or band A. So I was promotable if they wanted to promote me. So you're on this band for a year. So by month 10, I didn't get, haven't got the promotion. And I, there was, a, there was a, that position in, in the, the register recorder office and all this other stuff. So I gave him an ultimatum. So I said, if I don't get this position, I'm going to leave. And at that time, I had already applied for grad school. I got accepted. The loan stuff was kind of starting to pick up. And this was 2006, right before the market oh, turn. Yeah, yeah. So probably not the best timing for me to, <laughs> to leave with such a secure job. Uh, anyways, I gave them that ultimatum, and they said, okay, leave. I said, wow. I said okay. <laughs> well, I'm leaving, but are you sure? <laughs> you sure? Yeah. And they said, yep. So I said, okay. Uh, but never looked back since. Um, I, on the finance, so I, obviously the market didn't do well, and um, and uh, I just went to grad school full-time until I finished, which was in an 09. Uh, came out for about a, a year or two did on the financing side. A lot of the business that we did from... 2009 ish to 2012 was uh, all the down payment assistance. So the gentleman that I worked with, his name is Matthew Callahan, um, and he mentor figure to me. Um, he we our, our company, which was a small company, administered uh, home ownership programs for cities, and was very involved in a lot of the big city programs. So if you wanted Rich Uncle Sam, which is a county or the state, to give you money to buy a house you would come to us so we had a huge demand and so we we did um we did a lot of those enough to where one of the underwriters for the program we ended up selling her and her husband their house and we went to their wedding in chicago just by everyday interaction with this underwriter so you mm. would you would not normally hear that but um but yeah so we did a lot of that and in 2000 10 or not, and 11, it switched over to the real estate. So the long answer is 13 years altogether, but seven in the real estate. Wow. That's a lot more than you wanted to hear. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's that, was a, good, it's that was a good history. It's interesting. Uh, um, I was nodding, but I was nodding because I was falling asleep. Yeah. I, was nodding, <laughs> I was agreeing with you. Yeah. But um, You're going to get a rip shot right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, but again, you talk about the beginnings of, of how you start a career because it's your career, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, now obviously with everything you do, you're you're driven, you're you're passionate about what you do, and um, and it all starts somewhere. So to again, we all have a story of where where we all start, um, but it's always difficult for me. At least I, again, I have never had a city job or or a government job, but man, I I I would think that it'd be difficult to walk away from something like that. 
just because it's almost guaranteed work. Um, you're kind of set for life, and especially at your age. I mean, yeah. I was you're 23. Are, are you like 60, 62 now or 60? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was 23 years old making like 55000 yeah. a year. I lived a block or two from home. Yeah. Um, I had full you know, benefits. Full right? benefits. Like I mean, I four would, one. I uh, would. I would be able to take, you know, a little bit more than an hour lunch sometimes yeah. two ish, mm-hmm. um, and it was you know, and it was it was awesome. I mean, but I knew there was something that was more. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, and I and I don't knock any government or city you know workers, but w- my experience there was don't do things too fast or because you're going to mess up the status quo. So if something's <laughs> supposed to take an hour, it, Bureaucracy. Should, it should take an hour. And I just, I've been too like fast paced, this entrepreneurial or oh, yeah. I look mm-hmm. at something and it took an hour. Okay. How can we do it in 50 minutes or 40 right. minutes okay. or, you know, in five minutes. And so, um, when you're talking with other, you know, gov- public, offi- um, not officials, but uh, workers, that's you know what I've learned. I mean, I'm sure there's other entities out there that have a different culture, and but in our the culture that I was part of at that time, um, it was uh, it was very much that where it's like don't do something too fast. You know, if, if this job is supposed to take two hours, just make sure if you finish it early, just hang out there. And yeah. that was something I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> Why would I hang out here? So. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different. It's like, uh, have you guys? Of course, I'm referencing all kid kid movies, right? It's uh, well, Zootopia. You, you watch a lot of kid movies, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, uh, Zoot- have you guys? You guys want to talk yeah. about like the DMV? Oh, yeah, yeah the with DMV. the slots. With the slots. <laughs> but it's like bureaucracy. <laughs> like they just make you wait a long time. That's yeah. interesting. Like insider information. Yeah, you would never, you would never think that. And and um, we had a conversation earlier today yeah. about you know being able to deal with the the the. the the local, you know, one of the local cities around here yeah. versus if they outsource it to a private company. Correct. And it is night and day difference um, because a private company is about you know, capitalism and, you know, you make a sale or you, you make, you do something, you're going to get paid. So if you do it faster, mm-hmm. then the money comes in sooner. So yeah. the motivation is kind of lined up um, where sometimes other agencies are not or public agencies are not. That's right. And it's sad, man. But, uh, it is what it is. But ironically, wouldn't you think it would just like help if you were just more efficient? I mean, when you're talking about being more efficient, getting things done, things that should take an hour and getting them done sooner. I mean, I love that. Then you could just do more things. That's, but I, that's a young, a younger, more yeah. s- this the spirit that you have. But you're talking about some people that have been there, you know, 15, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And they do things a certain way. They you know, go in the morning, they have their cup of coffee, they talk to, to Jack at the coffee maker for 10 minutes and they go use the bathroom and then they do this. And so everyone has a routine. And so I think as a new person coming in, you're messing up the routine. You learn pretty quick that don't mess up the routine. I don't want to call it hazing, but it's, it's like, it was, uh, it wasn't that bad. I don't even want to say hazing. That's probably not the By best. By the way, we're using fictional names. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, John, if you're listening, <laughs> John Lee. No. Well, in addition to, uh, wait, did you have another? Do you have a question? Yeah, no. So, so the um, realtor side. So, you're a buyer seller. Um, yeah, obviously, you have a team. How does that work in terms of the buying and selling process? Um, like, if, if I was to come in and say, "Hey, I want to sell my house." Um, am I dealing with you? Am I dealing with yeah. with? So, 
so on the on the sales side, uh, it would be with myself. So okay. anytime when someone says, "Hey, Remo, we want to sell our house," it would be me responding. Um, on the buyer side, it would be typically if someone says, "I want to buy," uh, we definitely encourage our home buyer party um, that we have every two to four weeks, depending on um, wh when they might be. So we'll put that in the description as well, and uh, it's a good education. But on the buying side, we have two buyer specialists that will work strictly with the buyers, and they don't do A to Z, so they're not, um, you know, they're not putting out flyers or, or all the stuff that a realtor would do. All they are responsible for is showing homes, you know, writing contracts, negotiating, going to inspections, and handing keys. So their their scope of work is very um, limited in in a sense that they're able to then help more people. And their time is more committed to being accessible to to the client to get out there and, and see homes. Um, but it's being efficient. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I mean, it's and a lot of times people say, well, I, I want to work with with you, Remo. I don't want to work. I tell you, my brothers have both used our agents. So it's not like I'm here saying, hey, we have great buyers agents. And then, you know, I'm, I'm and, and that's not the case. But my my younger brother, Mo, um, Mary helped him, and uh, Francisco is helping my, my older brother. Um, and these are my own brothers, so family um, <laughs> that I like. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not just handing over. You're still over, family, right? Yeah, we're, <laughs> st we're still family, and uh, they're both in new homes. So um, it, it's just, uh, you know, it, it works that way. Um, so everyone's happy. And, and they're just, you know, they're, they're really good people, and they're really just happy, friendly, and they, they make it happen. So, um, so I work with sellers. They work with the buyers. What sets you apart from from other local realtors? At least what I've noticed, again, and just talking to peop people in general, um, is is that there's um, people know who you are, whether they know you in depth um, or not. They they know who you are, so obviously that speaks a, speaks a lot. Um, but but I guess you tell us what what is it? What sets you apart from from another realtor who's here locally? Yeah, so I think it goes back to our, our team's number one goal, and that's not to sell real estate. It's not to um, get someone into a home. It's to create raving fans, and 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 if you can ask any of our team members, that that is the the common thread. So it's how do you create raving fans? Well, it's, it's making sure that the the trans the transaction or the process is a personable one that they is memorable on, on a positive note, um, and it has and and the real estate part will come when it comes. An example of that is um, last year, one of our uh, we were helping a family sell their home in Brea. They were purchasing a house in Fullerton. Um, the house in Brea was sold, and Mary was helping them buy the house in in Fullerton. Well, the seller of that Fullerton home was an elderly lady, and she couldn't get out in time because she didn't have resources. And so, what our team did, and um, is we got a U-Haul, paid for the U-Haul. We we're able to get with Mary, Mary and then. Her, her son and her son's, um, a couple of their friends. So it was four or five of us that went there and helped Luann move. Now, Luann is not even our client. So it was, but to make sure our client got in there in time, there was just the bottleneck and, yeah, for lack of better words, of getting Luann into her new home. And then she's, again, elderly lady, 2,500 square foot house that has really heavy furniture. Yeah, but mm -hmm. she probably collected a bunch yeah. of stuff. So it, and, and then the funniest thing is, um, in the beginning, uh, you know, I, I think all of us were uh, a little, I don't want to say upset with Luann, but she was a, move it here. I don't like it there. We'll move it there. <laughs> and by the end of it, and then she would start screaming at us, you know, we'll drop it. It's going to break. And, and, you know, after a 
couple hours of hearing that and, and your toes being smashed, you're like, lady, just let me put this down and we'll figure it out later. <laughs> but at the end, she was really appreciative and, and gave us uh, all a big hug and, you know, started tearing up. And, and I think that is kind of what, what, what we're all about. It's, again, creating Raven fans, even if they're not um, our client directly, but it's we want people that just speak, you know, the goodwill uh, of our name and um, on our on our brand because it stands for something. And again, it's creating raving fans. So whether it's interacting with um, with with people that want to buy or sell, other realtors, uh, other people in the industry, w whatever it might be, we want people to just say, "Hey, these are some good people. They know what they're doing, and they get the job done." Yeah, it's going above and beyond, right? I mean, that's kind of uh, especially in in, in I don't want to say sales, but your customer service, yeah. it, it's its a—it's uh, important. And in the business, you don't need hundreds or thousands of, of clients. We, we, you know, we're, we have, you know, the people that we've helped. If you treat, you know, 50, 100, 200 people really well, you could be set for life. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think that's really important, and that's what we try to focus in on. So what we do you know, every year um, to give back to our clients that – continue to be our raving fans is um i would say four five six times out of the year we're actually dropping something physically off at their house and the good thing with work and we're helping people locally is they're all local so yeah. we did something for valentine's day for the last couple of years so we dropped off uh a shovel and it had some chocolate in it, it says thanks for digging us uh mm -hmm. to their doorstep i didn't get my shovel what well happened? well when you get we'll put the sign <laughs> in front of your house or when we help you uh, and it's funny because other people say that when they yeah. see uh, our past clients, like my aunts and uncles are like, well, why can't we get a shovel? <laughs> I, actually, a funny story, and, and I'll come back to this, but one of our, our family friends from church, he um, this was like a year or two ago, he actually came up to me at a wedding, and I think alcohol had something to do with it, but he's like, hey, I want to I wanna do a video of us getting the keys. I'm like, well, you didn't get keys. We didn't ever help you. He's like, I don't care. I just want to have you on one of your videos. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not, it's only for clients. They're, they're real people that we're helping. And I swear, for like 10, 15 minutes, he bought me a drink. He tried to convince me. He's going to liquor you up to yeah, convince Yeah, to convince me. Um, so, uh, I mean, it's it, it just it's funny. So, but going back to, to that, um, we did something for Valentine's Day. We do something for Mother's Day. Uh, this year, we dropped a little, a little ca not cactuses, but what are they called? Succulents. Uh, succulents, yeah. Succulents to all the mothers. Fourth of July, we drop off. We, last year, we did sparklers. This year, we're doing like beach buckets. Oh, that's nice. Um, on Halloween, we drop off pumpkins so people can carve the pumpkin for our pumpkin carving contest. Oh. We do a holiday party, which last year we had 150 people. Uh, you, you attended. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that party? It was good, man. W I were you surprised? Uh, surprised. Of, uh, Just the, how big it was or what was going on? Um, you, were you like, are all these people really clients? No, no, no. I, I wasn't surprised. Well, here... Uh, I, I shouldn't say surprised. I think I was amazed at at the uh, at the amount of families you had, because um, cause, uh, um, I mean it was it was it was pretty late. You know, yeah. we brought our kids. Obviously, yeah. it um, was a kid friendly event. We had Santa it, there. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, that's the reason why we took him, right? But uh, for me, it's like, man, I, I, I was uh, I was amazed at how many families you guys helped. But but what 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 um what got me. And I remember to this day is is uh, is when uh, my kid Sebastian, Sebastian uh -huh. went out to ask for because he had a Santa yeah. there, a legit Santa too, a legit Santa, yeah, real real beard and everything, beard belly, blue eyes, <laughs> everything. 
So he comes up and uh, and and uh, you know you tell him, oh, ask Santa what you want for Christmas, and mm-hmm. and uh, he said he wanted uh, um, a new house for me and Mother. He said uh, Skylanders, and at that point you're like like what? He's like, and he said he said Skylanders. You're like. Oh, there you go. Perfect. He has that for you. Come on in. You know, and my kid got all happy. He's like, oh, no way. And then he gets, he got a coloring book or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, funny. Like, Eduardo said the exact same thing. Uh, and, and and it was the exact same thing you just said. When he got into the car and they were driving home, and then he opened the bag. He's like, Santa tricked me. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, movies, you know, comedy movies. Of, yeah. you know, but anyways, that... that I mean, it was a good event. I mean, like I said, you had a lot of families there. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was a new thing we introduced last year, which is uh, two weeks before Thanksgiving, we had a photo with Santa. So families can come in. We have the same awesome, legit Santa, and he's there. And you can come in, take family pictures, and we actually print them out and hand them to you. Yeah. Um, and in this case, we gave yours at the holiday party. Yeah. But it gets, the, it, gets, it gets people in the season. We have coloring for kids and they decorate ornaments and so um yeah and then we have concerts in the park so we for the six seven weeks that concerts in the parks go on we invite all the families again we have usually pizza or subway frisbees bubbles and just hang out with with our with our awesome clients and uh you know either blow bubbles in their kids eyes (laughs) (laughs) and start crying we last year we were tossing around i think it was a football or something and kept hitting the, the next door neighbor <laughs> and, and the guy came and kind of complained and after you know five ten minutes of talking he's like all right i understand and so he played catch with us so mm-hmm. um but uh yeah we, we we like taking care of people because i know in the long run it, it's the right thing to do but um you know it, it, again you take care of the right people you you'll you'll be in business for a while yeah because your business is similar to my business which is uh uh you know word of mouth mm-hmm. and uh people like to work with people who they work with before right mm-hmm. And so uh, that's very important because I also had, I mean, I, I have a couple uh, family realtors or, yeah, family members who are realtors. Um, and, and like they say, you know, you everybody knows a realtor. Yeah. I mean, you know, in our case, we know several, but yeah. it all depends or it all matters who you work with um, or who you feel comfortable with yeah. to be able to. Because, again, it's, a, it's the biggest transaction you're probably doing your whole life, right? Yeah. Unless you're... Uh, well, when you were talking earlier, and, y- and you say that um, about what separates us, so that that's I think part one. It, it's our commitment to creating raving fans. So whatever that means, at at the time or within the context of what we're talking about, that's what we do. But um, a few other things that I think separates us is our ability to to market. So we uh, we use Facebook um, quite often for a lot of the stuff that we do, and. What was it? So, and, and sorry. So so again, going to like when I tell people about the co-hosting. And I and they say Remo the realtor is like yeah how, you know, how do you know what oh he's on Facebook or I seen him on Facebook or you know yeah. it's always Facebook so yeah. it, so that's so, so it works so yeah. one of the cool things that uh, being you know getting an MBA in marketing and entrepreneurship it's it's good to be recognized as, as a marketer because by you know we went to school for that but the school necessarily didn't help for this but uh, we uh, we got recognized by Facebook so. 2000 so 2015 we spoke i spoke twice for face no once for facebook and in 2016 i spoke twice and it was a paid event we were selected um facebook was doing a tour it's called their uh, business booster campaign and the first one was at the jw in, in la there was a little over a thousand uh business owners wow y- you know what's funny is um 
the guys from uh, Local Fixture. Yeah. Um, they were there. Oh, really? So, uh, yeah, I, that's the first time I ever met met them. They came up and they're like, "Oh, we're opening a business in Whittier," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." I, you know, I, there was so many people that we're talking to. I, I didn't remember, yeah. but I do remember they came up to me that day. Nice. And like, we're also from Whittier. We opened up a place called Local Fixture, and so it was it was kind Crazy. of neat. So we had those three congressmen and women. Um, Linda Sanchez was there. She asked me for a photo op. She put on her congressional <laughs> page. It was actually pretty neat. And since then two other times and again they were paid gigs and how we use Facebook to in our case put the the product which is the home for sale in front of yeah. the right eyeballs so I think that's something unique to us I mean it's people use Facebook here and there but it's one thing to be uh, can say or that we can say is we were actually called and reached out by Facebook and I'm in a in a private um, I want to say beta type group where when Facebook wants feedback from advertisers on products um, they reach out to us and we do surveys and paid for that as well. So it, it's really, it's a really neat thing to be, you know, have a phone number to call Facebook if I want. That's what mm -hmm. I'm talking about, man. And and even again, getting that recognition because that's big. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a worldwide uh, yeah. organization or company yeah. uh, to get recognized by. And, the and when you're big. selling a house, it's all about marketing and exposing it to more people. Yeah. And what, you know, what better way or one of the better ways I would, I would think is, um, Facebook and the biggest social media platform and probably, I don't know what the stat is, but I'm sure it's efficiency, one of the most right? Going back to yeah. efficiency, it's yeah. uh, like you said, how do you get more eyeballs to it? Mm -hmm. yeah. And so far, I think that's the best product, right? Yeah. I mean, Facebook is definitely up there. Um, and, and we advertise a lot on it, so it's not, you know, we don't, it doesn't magically just happen for us. I mean, Correct. part of that does, but it also is, you know, there's a financial budget. So when we have a house for sale, it's not just a me post it on my Facebook page. There's actually, you know, dollar b dollars being spent, and in some cases, lots of dollars being yeah, spent yeah. To, to market it properly. But so you got to spend money to make money. Yeah. So, so that's your realtor side. Yeah. What else? What else you got going on? That's uh, if you're not if you're not working, which is like you're always working. Uh, what else do you do? Well, I have interest in a few other different businesses that I, you know, rather not share. <laughs> <laughs> but but in different things in, in restaurants and in, in, uh, facility like a, a gym faci type facilities yeah. um, that I believe in I, I'm a very big you know I'm an entrepreneur by spirit so anytime I see a business opportunity um, you know I, I like to explore it you know when I well actually let me say this when I had finished grad school if real estate wasn't going to work out my my business or what I was thinking of doing is I would be a business consultant and I would um, go in there, consult a company, you know, set a benchmark of where they're at, get them to a certain point. And then when that happens, I would be an equity partner. So it would be strictly sweat equity. So I go in there, make your company better. I'll get a small percentage, do that, you know, 50, 100 times, and then live happily ever after. So if real estate wasn't going to work out, that's what I was going to do. So that's still the same. So anytime I see a, a passionate person in, in an industry, I, you know, I always say, hey, you, you know, you're interested in growing your business and, um, you know, do it that way. So um, that has uh, matured into a few different businesses, active businesses now that, um, you know, that are doing well and are continuing to grow. And so um, so anytime I see a passionate person, I'm, I'm always interested in investing in the person. Very cool. And again, it's important not just a passionate person, but that you yourself believe in it, like you said, yeah. right? Because so at that point, it doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, you know sense. what's funny? I, I think the more practical sense, maybe I'm really cheap. 
<laughs> and, and, and I just look at, okay, where do I spend most of the money, my yeah. money? And so anytime I see myself spending, yeah, let's say, I don't know, whatever the amount is, $500 a month or yeah. a couple hundred dollars a month, I say, okay, well, can I just buy this business <laughs> or can I invest in this business or create a, something similar? And that's how all the business opportunities have really come. It's products that I 100% believe in and that I, I most for the most part, I actually you know, subscribe to their product or to their offering or their food, whatever it so might be. So are you telling me that you are part owner of Starbucks? I'm, you know, me and Starbucks, <laughs> whoever the CEO of Starbucks. No, unfortunately, they're they're a little out of my uh, my my financial range. But I, prob- I probably own like one stock in Starbucks, so I guess I'm a partial owner. Yeah, man, with the amount of uh, coffee you drink, man. Yeah, coffee's uh, coffee's good. Coffee's like water. Coffee's yeah. water, just it a is. little darker. That's true. It's That's like true. better than water. They know you when they get your order already. You're like, oh, Remo's coming. Let's get it ready. So, so let me tell you this funny story. <laughs> and it's it's the funniest story ever um, regarding Starbucks. Okay. So I want to say is 2000. No particular Starbucks. Right? Just no, the, Starbucks. the one in Uptown. Oh. So in Uptown, it was they were doing this thing where it's like customer of the month. And so I saw one lady become customer of the month. And I'm like, well, how do I become customer of the month? And the customer of the month wins a month's free worth of coffee. Mm-hmm. So you go in there any day and every day, and you can get whatever drink you want, one free drink a day. Yeah. And I think in some cases, because I, I just get co- black coffee, I got it a couple times. So I, I asked them, um, hey, um, how do I become Starbucks customer of the month? They said, well, we vote, and uh, you know, we'll, if, if you're the one, we'll vote for you. So there was no way I wasn't going to become Starbucks customer of the month. <laughs> so, but who, hold on, who votes for you? Is it the, the employees? employees. The employees. Okay. So, so if you Google Uptown Whittier Starbucks Customer of the Month, I was able to get the manager to do a video because, you know, we're big on videos of how you become Starbucks Customer of the Month. They don't do it anymore, but it's the funniest thing. If you Google Uptown Whittier Starbucks Customer of the Month, we pop right up. And nice. it's and it's you know they tell you oh we're gonna put a picture and the first thing that comes up is Remo the realtor <laughs> there you go so um what was I saying you uh, gotta watch the video by the way it's yeah hilarious. you put it in the, in the, in the I'm in the putting it in the podcast so yeah. uh, the manager at the time uh, Jennifer um, she she's really nervous on camera and I just feel <laughs> like it's, it's probably not the best video for 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 both of us actually it was a video that was. Four or five years ago, so just imagine Everything's the new, quality. Right? Like, yeah. yeah, well, the quality back then, the sound, everything just wasn't yeah. the greatest. Um, but it's it's it, uh, you know, so I'm I do own uh, some stock <laughs> in, in Starbucks. They they gave me love early. Well, my my story with Starbucks and Remo is uh, is one I, I obviously it's right across my office. So uh, when I don't feel like walking too far, I just go across the street and. Uh, and one time I was in there and uh, I was making placing my order at the cashier, and the cashier was telling the person who makes the coffee, uh, saying, "Hey, uh, did you get Remo's order done? You know, because he's gonna he's he's gonna be on, he's on his way and you know, he's gonna stop by." And and the 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 gal turned around and said, "He won't be here on time. It's Remo. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like kind of like we know him, right? Yeah, like, right. You say at three o'clock. It's more like three fifteen. You know, ish. Yeah, ish." <laughs> And so I was just I was laughing and I had to tell this guy the story. I'm like, dude, even yeah. these guys know you. Yeah, well, you know? And, and 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 you you're not the first person that told me that. Eva's yeah. told me that. Um, I forget who else. We're having a similar conversation. You're like, yeah. well, you're in the they're in Starbucks and they're talking about you yeah. and you're not even in the like yeah. the room. And and it's the mobile app that makes yeah. it all happen. So, but uh, that's yeah, funny. My, my Starbucks people in Uptown. Shout out. Yeah. 
Shout out. And you guys got to bring back the uh, customer of the month so uh, Remo could be... Uh, yeah, back-to-back customer of the month. Every month. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually pretty cool. You, It was a, a free cup of coffee every yeah. single day I went there. Nice. And, um, you know... Um, Sometimes I would I would get two cups of coffee. I would get a regular coffee, and then if someone at the office wanted a white mocha, yeah. something something that was seven dollars, that's mm. the one I would get for free and nice. <laughs> then, oh, that's nice. and buy the coffee. But they're uh, they're good to me downstairs or at Starbucks. Nice. So uh, if you're not investing in businesses and doing your realtor um, business, what uh, where else can we find you? Well, let me tell you about this lovely lady I met a couple of years ago. Oh, that's right, man. Um, so, uh, you know, I've been dating uh, Eva Macias. She's uh, in financial services, and so uh, we've been going steady for for <laughs> some time. That's adorable. Look at that, yeah. Yeah. Steady, and we would scam. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we uh, we met uh, October twenty first, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and uh, we dated for some time and uh we uh became boyfriend and girlfriend became official and three weeks ago four weeks ago or so uh i proposed to her yeah so nice. it was in bali congratulations uh, again thank man. you thank you that was uh it's a big step it, it is uh it was a big step to do it in bali oh <laughs> so that that <laughs> was uh that was uh, a lot of you know th- there was so many moving parts to kind of make it happen yeah, yeah um but it but it all it all happened. I mean, it started. We were doing. Remember uh, the episode with CL, uh, with Maritza. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, Marissa. Yeah, Marissa. I'm sorry. Um, and uh, you know, we we're shooting the episode, and yeah, I'm yeah. on my phone, and I'm text messaging, and you guys were probably staring at me, saying, "What the hell are you that doing?" Was doing, yeah. Yeah, right. And I, um, so th- that was the day, the day when we were leaving to Bali. So this was. I forget what it was. I think it was Thursday. And we're shooting, we're doing the episode yeah. at her place. Mm-hmm. And it was like 6 p.m. And our flight is at 10 p.m. I've been going back and forth with Jeweler for like four or five days. He made the, got the ring ready that, that I, I found on her Pinterest that she liked. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Of course. That, okay, I'm just going to say like that just validates why people have Pinterest. Okay, sorry. Right? So continue. Right? continue. Well, I, I didn't know what Pin, I mean, I know what Pinterest is, but. Yeah. I had Valerie from our team. I'm like, go on Eva's site because I was at the jeweler <laughs> on her Pinterest and f- look at jeweler, the diamond oh ring God. that she was looking at because I, I don't know how to get to it and it says you need an account. So she sends me a couple of pictures. I send it to the jeweler. So he makes the first one. He says he doesn't like it. He probably didn't make it and just said he didn't <laughs> like it. And so I'm like, I'm going out of the, you know, we're, we're doing this. I had, um, actually, let me backtrack. A couple days before or a day before, I had asked my parents to go to meet her, her mom and her dad's out of the country right now and her brothers and sisters. So there was probably about 20 of us when yeah. we asked for a hand in marriage. Um, so that was step one, yeah. them saying yes and they approved. So we took this picture and this picture was um, us all doing a thumbs up and on the top of it, it says, will you marry me? On the bottom, it says they all said yes. Nice. So my goal was to put it, uh, roll this paper up, put it in a bottle and then while we're on the beach, somehow... Um, somehow um, propose. So now step two was getting the ring in time. So this guy comes from all the way in downtown LA on Thursday at like six o'clock to drop off this ring, and a yeah, big dude, you know, comes into the beauty bar. <laughs> yeah, that's and, and the dog started going are crazy. We gonna, are we gonna wax this girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, a it, big dude. It did look a little sus- suspicious, and and I need to ask Mertz, like, hey, can we go, uh, Mertz? Can we go in the in the back room? 
And it just looks really shady. Like, it's the first time I ever walked in her her, her store. We're doing a show. Her salon. Uh, yeah, yeah a salon, I'm sorry. And then, um, so he goes back there, and, you know, he looks like an Italian mobster. Opens he has, up. like, a big suitcase. Yeah, he has a black little suitcase. He opens it out. He's like, do you want the ring in a box or not? I'm like, just like that, in a Ziploc bag. He's like, do you, what do you want me to do with this box? I'm like, <laughs> just get rid of it, you know? <laughs> so I take the box, and it's just like, it, so that was step two. Uh, the next part was, okay, now we're, we're going to get ready to get on this flight. So I'm thinking, where the hell do I put this ring? Do yeah. I check it in and probably never find it again? Do I put it in my backpack? So for whatever reason, I said, let me put it in my little you know, fifth pocket that you have there for change or yeah. whatever on, on some jeans. So I put it there, and then we get to the metal detector, and I start thinking, damn, what if this thing goes up. off? So if it goes off, what do I say? Because she's right next to me. So uh, luckily, uh, you know, later I was told, well, gold doesn't go off in metal detectors, yeah. I, I guess. Um, so that was, you know, kind of worked out really well. So now we're in we're in Bali, and uh, I wanted to wait until um, until we f- were kind of near a beach so I can drop the bottle somewhere, have her pick it up, and then ask her. So um, this was probably going to be more like the fifth day, and that's what it ended up being. So for the first four days, and we went to a couple different cities, we're traveling, and I'm trying to keep this thing safe. Again, third world country, even if it was a first world country, it just yeah. someone steals it, it's it's gone. So we get to the fifth day. It was going to be beach day. So we say, okay, well, this is where it's going to happen. Yeah. So I was able to get um, the picture that I talked about. Actually, I didn't I didn't come with the picture. I came with a digital image. So I had to go to a hotel and try to find, find a, a place. Printer. Yeah, find a printer. <laughs> so I wanted it in color. And, and the Sheraton we stayed at for one of those days didn't have a color printer or I had oh. to come after like 9 a.m. and we were leaving that morning at like yeah. 8.30. So I just printed black and white just in case. Um, and they're like, oh, you, we can't print color. I'm like, dude, it's for a proposal. Like, yeah. you know, I'll pay you the, whatever pull it all is. all the strings you gotta the, pull. The 10 cents or whatever it costs <laughs> to print in Indonesia. It's like, everything's really cheap there. I'll throw in five more cents if you get Yeah, that. I mean, it, anything. And, and they said, no. They said, well, we have to ask the manager. I was like, you know, I, I don't want to wait. And now she's downstairs saying, hey, hurry up and let's go. And <laughs> I don't want her to come up and be like, well, what do you need to print it for? And uh, yeah. anyways, so we, we have the message, we have the bottle, the note in it. We go to the first beach and um, it's it's on our I think Instagram or Facebook. It's it's a really gnarly beach with like killer waves. Like I didn't even go in the water. It goes from like ten feet to zero. So if you go in there, you're like you're dying. Mm. So if I threw the bottle in there, <laughs> the bottle would be toast. So yeah. I was like, all right, next beach. So it's like one, two o'clock. We get to the second beach, and the beaches in Bali, or at least the area we're at, are not the local beaches here, where it's sidewalk. You walk on sand, and you're on the beach. It's like more of a Malibu where it's on a cliff. You take down these stairs and mm. you're going down 200 stairs to get to the water. Yeah. So it's not like you can, um, you know, go there and be like, oh, I don't like it here. When you walk down 200 steps, you're, you're committed. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're committed for an hour or two until you have a, a beer and then you relax. Yeah. So we get to the second beach and it's a really small beach. Uh, I want to be perfect, but it's super packed. And... Um, so I'm, I try to like strategize and I kind of disappear with my cousin. We walk the beach. It's kind of look at the terrain. And uh, Eva's like looking at like, why is he walking with my like cousin? <laughs> like really, really, really suspicious. <laughs> yeah. And you would think I would walk with her, but that wasn't the case. So we looked. We're like, it can't happen here. So we're like, we got to go. And now it's like 4 o'clock, maybe 4.30. Sun's going to be setting soon. So I'm like, damn. And then we have a, we've had a, a driver because we're a group of 12, so we got a big van and we had a driver for most of the time. Um, 
And um, so so one of our buddies, <clears throat> I hold Eva back, and so he goes and tells the driver, hey, we need to find another beach because we're trying to propose. And, you know, language barriers there. So he's <laughs> like, propose what? Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? You're, you, we brought you to two beaches. <laughs> why, why do you need another beach? We're like, hey, just don't worry about it. We just need to go to another beach. So we get to this third beach, and it's not even a beach. It's more of a cove. And so I just said, you know, we have to just do it here. And that's when the started, you know, nervousness kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> so we walk down these stairs that are, again, super gnarly. You know, if you fall, you're just, you just leave them there type thing, <laughs> you know? So we walk down there, and, and I would say it's probably 200 feet by 200 feet. So it's fairly small of yeah, an yeah. area. And there's people coming in in this cove, and you kind of walk out into where the surfing is. So there's a big rock in the middle of, of this cove. So I tell her, hey, we're on one corner. I'm like, hey, let's walk around the cove uh, or walk around this rock. It's like a 10-foot <laughs> boulder more than anything. <laughs> so I, I tell her to come, and I have my cousin drop the bottle. And so drop the bottle, walk over there. We walk over to the water and where the bottle's like two, three feet away. And I look at her. I'm like, hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, well, I don't know. What is that? I mean, I said, it's a bottle. Let's pick it up. She's like, oh, it's not ours. <laughs> I said, well, just pick it up. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> so she picks it up, opens it up, uh, sees the note, doesn't really know what's going on yet. All my friends and, and a couple of my cousins are there. They're all videotaping. There's, uh, It was six couples that all went. And so everyone has a camera. And she still has no idea what's going on. And then it kind of dawned on her when she saw me on one knee. Um she was saying, what is this? How did you, and, you know, yeah. just, and so she said, her yes. nervousness kicked in. And yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny because in the video, she's like, my leg is shaking. You can see her leg just mm -hmm. like yeah. com complete shock. Um, so it, it worked out um, really well and it was planned really well. <coughs> and it was a combination of all those that came with us, everyone that it was just a really good, a really good thing. And the funniest thing about this, and it's on video, is when I walked and asked her to come around the, the, the rock with me, yeah. she said, I thought you were going to fart. <laughs> 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 that's like the classic thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's true love when you know. <laughs> she, knows she knows me you really well. well. Yeah, man. exactly. So, that's funny. So we're engaged now. Um, we're going to be um, getting married. And I said the date when we met, October 21st of 2015. We're actually getting married. We have a date set for this year, October 21st. So Damn. two years from when we met. So we got four months to plan a wedding. Jeez. Yeah. So we were, we're on it. We already got You're a place. Busy, man. Yeah, we got a place. We got a, I mean, other than committing a church, which hopefully we'll be doing over the next couple of weeks. I mean, we have a lot of resources that can help with video, DJ, and and it was actually pretty easy because to find a place because we had two restrictions. We needed a date of October twenty first, and we needed a place that would allow four hundred uh, wow. guests, and so. When you have those two restrictions, it's really easy to get no's. Mm. Yeah. So when people started, when we had one or two places said yes, we went there, I think that same day or the next day, we liked the place. We said, okay, let's yeah. meet the date, number of people, let's you know move forward with it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Man, how are you going to feed a whole village, man? Well, I mean, I, we're not feeding him. <laughs> <laughs> the the facility is going to feed him. What but is it? Bring, bring your own beer? Yeah, bring, your own beer? bring your own uh, <laughs> meal? Yeah. Well, we just ordered, I think, a thousand Jack in the Box tacos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pizzas for everybody. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have a, a you know, few things going on right now, and it's uh, it's been a it's been a pretty exciting and busy and you know new. Uh, well, I would say new. A lot of new things happening uh, for the next for the last couple months and yeah. into this year. So. Wow. So yeah, it's. Uh, man, time flies, man. 
time flies because, I mean, again, you're talking about two years that you guys known each other, um, and now you're cramming it down to essentially four months to to uh, get married. And when we were we were talking, I was talking to her with her with Eva and her best friend Veronica, and um, and it was funny before I proposed maybe a couple months ago, I was telling him all you need is three four months to plan a wedding. Like, why do you need so much time? <laughs> That's and a like, guy talking. Yeah, about it. I'm <laughs> like, no. Well, I mean, I've been t- you know to so many weddings. Um, we have a lot of friends that have gotten married and <laughs> some gotten remarried. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, we had the good fortune to go maybe 25 plus weddings and Arabic style weddings. So they're a little bit maybe different. And um, and the biggest thing is if you can confirm a hall and the hall typically has food, chairs, linens, you know, um, pastries, bar, I mean, everything. So it, it, that that's a big chunk of it. I think what becomes difficult is when someone says, well, I'm going to customize everything i'm going to get a hall i want to bring my own chairs i want these types of you know silverware Mm -hmm. this type of lemon and then you're dealing with so many vendors um that's where it becomes to not i mean not manageable i guess or it almost turns into a full job full-time job like a wedding planner's job yeah well (laughs) um yeah i mean a wedding planner but wedding planners are five grand and I mean, I'm pretty good at planning, so. <laughs> 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 and I'm pretty good at you know keeping the plan. No, but I mean, like grant. that's what other people would do is like hire a wedding planner or something in that case. That's but you're just efficient, yeah. Remo, that, as that, we've learned. That's the uh, the next job is bec- you know, <laughs> open a <laughs> wedding planner. Your next planning. side hustle. Yeah. No, actually, w- the one thing I, I definitely, you know, maybe if not in the near future, definitely in, in the some sometime in the future uh, is going to be a, a wedding hall. I, I just I am blown away by how big business weddings are. It, well, not just weddings, uh, uh, special events in general. I mean, it's, um, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, the money you could you could make uh, yeah. for that special occasion. It's 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 amazing. I mean, anything as long as they know it's a wedding. Yeah, I, it's like everything has a zero after it, like an extra zero, mm-hmm. and it, it is, it is mind blowing. I mean, some of these the places that we're looking at, because like, we had good conversation with the with the with the guy. And he, he, he's booked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, three days out of the week. Yeah. And, you know, it's 20000 or so a pop for each. Yeah. So you're talking 60000 a weekend, yeah. you know, 240 a month. Yeah. Um, expenses can't be that much, yeah. or it can be 240 at least. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's one of those business ventures that I, I see myself in the next maybe five years or so having yeah, a wedding yeah. hall. Oh, so if you're listening <laughs> yeah. five years from now, give us a... Yeah. I'll give you a call, Remo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Remo, we'll the, Remo the planner. Yeah. Remo well, the planner. <laughs> Remo the business owner. I'll probably have someone <laughs> helping you plan, but um, but yeah, weddings are, are, are just mind-blowing, the kind of costs associated with just getting married. I mean, yeah. everything from pictures, video, to flowers. I mean... It's funny, Eva and I have this conversation about, hey, you know, I want you to see the flowers or the cake. And in my mind, as long as we have fl- something flowery in the wedding and yeah. we have a cake, <laughs> you know. You're such a dude. Such a guy, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean it's, it's true, though. I oh, mean, I'm, I'm not a big cake person. So, yeah, you know, we went to the, after we went to that venue and we, the guy said, hey, there's a cake place. We go check it out. So we go and they have, I think it was cupcakes or cakes of, and we got one of each flavor. Like so, yeah, like yeah. your little tiny ones, yeah. right? Mocha and this and that. And, mm. and we tried it and, and, you know, we were supposed to go back for a, a cake tasting. And this place is in North Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, in Woodier. Yeah. So I'm not going to go to North Hollywood to, to, you know, if it's mocha or coffee or chocolate. It, I mean, it all, it's going to taste the same. Yeah. It's going to be good as you know, I'm probably not going to eat them 
going to be on a liquid diet that day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, who cares about cake? And, and same with the um, with flowers, you know, as long as they're... Yeah. You know, they're as well, long as they smell nice? Yeah. yeah it, here's something interesting that you're talking about, events. Um, so I was listening to uh, uh, NPR, and they had a... No, I was listening to a podcast uh, where they were talking about business ventures. And one of them was about um, uh, a, a gal who was on a budget for uh, when she was getting married. And so she was looking to see uh, it, where she could cut costs, right, or save money. And uh, for her, the bi- kind of the, one of the big expenses that she really couldn't see herself spending money on was flowers. She goes, I know we needed it, but, you know, I really – it was hard for me to really spend money there. Mm-hmm. So, so um, she, start, she came up with this idea of, like, contacting uh, um, somebody who was having a wedding the day before so she could go purchase the flowers, oh. purchase her flowers for her own wedding. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she and so that, that kicked her into a business where uh-huh. now she, she hooks up with, with uh, uh, people who are having events and then they'll s- essentially share the cost mm-hmm. and uh, she'll keep them fresh, she'll deliver them to them, you know, and, and set it up. So uh, if you're looking for somebody to... That's a hell of an <laughs> idea. That's a hell of an idea. Especially for the, the wedding hall we're going to get. Yeah, That's exactly. A hell you, of have, you can use <laughs> well, like Friday, saying, Saturday, and Sunday yeah, flowers. You can put them in the refrigerator and... Yeah. Exactly. I'm talking about cake too, man. Just buy one of those uh, <laughs> six-story cakes and, and whatever's and left over. Just, just like kinda, turn it to the side. <laughs> all it is just be cardboard. It just have <laughs> the one cake, you, the slice you can... And that's one thing <laughs> I found Just like out. the middle one is yeah. the cake. Well, that's what cakes really are. I didn't know that. Oh. So a five-tier cake, there's no way to put five cake, you know, cakes on top of each other because they'll fall. The well, without dowels, like without the dowels, dowels. I, I don't know, but if it's five, it's usually three are fake, so it's oh, just wow. cardboard or something that Styrofoam looks like or something yeah, covered yeah. with that makes fondant. It, I, I did not know that. Yeah. And um, so really, what the, the, this is the uh, how you save money on cake is you get two of them that are two of the five are really cake, but really when they come cut the cake, they're just sheets of cake in the back. Yes. Or I think it's what's called sheet. So yeah, yeah. sheet cake. She, yeah. So I didn't know that. You know, we can. <laughs> there you go, man. Just uh, go yeah. buy Boom, one Costco. at uh, Costco. Yeah, yeah. Costco. <laughs> Costco. So I don't even need to t- taste the cake because the <laughs> cake that we're going to cut is probably is no it? one's going to eat. <laughs> right, gonna... Everyone's going to eat it. Wow, this cake is so good. You got it from the guy down the street over yeah. here in West Hollywood? <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, Costco. La Havre, Costco. Yeah, yeah. No, that's where you say, hey, I know, the, I know a guy who knows a guy who has that cake. Yeah, so, uh, so if you need special order, let me know. <laughs> but I have to cut it so you can <laughs> see where he's actually cutting it or it's coming from. Oh man, that's crazy. That's good. I mean, uh, again, congratulations on on your guys' engagement and and uh, and then uh, you know, wishing you the best on your your wedding planning um, or wedding agreeing. Because I think as a guy, I don't know how active you are, but I yeah, think it's it just like sounds like you're gonna agree with the flowers because they look flowery in the cake. Yeah, because I mean, it's I, for me, I I I, I want to focus on what's you know, more important. I mean, it's important. I mean, actually, I take it back. It's not as important for flowers as long as they're there. She's but not listening, by the way. <laughs> well, I, she, she doesn't really listen to me, so it, it actually makes Perfect. it easy. I mean, my focus is, you know, we, we actually were able to purchase a home together re- quite recently. And so, Jesse, I know you're helping us with the plans there. Who sold you the house? Uh, we sold it to our, ourselves. <laughs> it, was a, it was a house that we're going to come to to sell. And I approached a seller and I told him, hey, we'll give you market price for it. Um they met both of us and kind of interviewed us in a sense, and it was a a seller that was the original owners, and we were dealing with their their kids, and I think kids are on maybe fifties, sixties, uh, maybe sixty five, 
and uh, we just kind of hit it off. And they said, yeah, if you can give us this price is what we're looking to, to, to net. And we're able to somehow make it happen. And so now we've got the keys a couple weeks ago. We've been working on plans, and it's taking a lot longer than I would have. By the way, it's, it's, a, it's a very intricate house. Wow. There's a lot of planning going into it. There is. It's a, it's um, it's gonna be a beautiful home. It's a helicopter pad. Yeah, <laughs> tennis courts yeah. in the back. Well, yeah, at the at the country club, two miles yeah. away. Yeah, right <laughs> on the street. No, not 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 the house or anywhere near the house. But it'll, it'll get done. I mean, I yeah. think it's uh, you chose a a nice uh, a good property. Yeah. Um, in Whittier. In Whittier. So we're keeping it local. Yeah, I mean, I'm really stoked and excited uh, about the home. I, you know, I. Being in so many homes, you kind of get numb to um, homes, and it's just a kitchen. It's just this, but I, I'm really, truly excited about um, you know, making it our own and living there, and you know, spending some time there and uh, raising, a, starting to raise a family there. So, um, but the first step is to get some plans approved by the by the lovely city of of Whittier, our That's local right. lovely city, right. so we can get uh, the contractors started going. But uh, I mean, every day that goes by, I just feel like. I'm going to go over there with a hammer and start just knocking walls down or doing something just so I can feel active or productive. Switch out the the, uh, the locks, man. Well, I, uh, no, <laughs> I, oh, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy. Yeah. My dad. Call him. Mark Singer. 562-762-6859. And I call him quite often. And, and <laughs> the funny thing is, before we knew each other, I, I knew your dad. Yeah, yeah. My dad would be like, do you know Room of the Realtor? I'm yeah. like, no, dad. I he, he's on Facebook. <laughs> I'll never meet him, dad. Yeah. No, what are you talking and about? And here we are, you know. Six months later. Um, but no, I don't change my. I changed the light bulb, I think, because it was out. But that was, that's how advanced as I get with the house. Even though I know how to do some stuff, I, I leave it to the professionals that, um, and I go do my job, and everyone's happy. Do well, yeah, yeah. So uh, our hope is that we are able to have the home ready, um, before we get married. So when we get married, we can move into it. But um, I know. Uh, we're gonna like it. carry her through the. Um, archway of the door the well, like well the driveway is a little steep so. <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean like you guys get to the front door you open it you Can carry you walk her from in here to there and then yeah. i'll carry yeah. you I'll, I'll carry you we got to open both doors because you know uh if we got to go sideways oh, yeah. <laughs> might not work out too well uh, so. and the bedroom the master bedroom is going to be far from the front door so it's, <laughs> it's a hell of a wa- it's a hell of a carry <laughs> just like yeah. do a piggyback Let's yeah can we like piggyback that. um but but it, it's something my my push is that we you know, the day of the wedding, how you do the video and it starts at a house and you kind of mm-hmm. get ready at the house. My goal is that we do the video at the house. So, Jesse, the pressure's on. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure, man. Yeah. No pressure. So, but yeah, let's uh, we'll get it done. We'll get it there. And if, if we don't get it there, the house is free. <laughs> yeah, well, the house is <laughs> <laughs> free. Are you paying off that mortgage? <laughs> yeah. um, that, that mortgage is, it keeps coming every month, that bill. That's right, man. That's right. All right, Remo. Well, uh, well, are you gonna ask like the questions? What do you like to do if you're not hosting well, this podcast? What do you like to do in Whittier? Well, here, so so the same question I asked everybody, which uh, um, let me give him some thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> play the Jeopardy music. If um, <laughs> if you because ha- you free you're you're Currently, you live not that far from. Yeah. Oh, you're in the uptown Central, area, Central Park. Yeah, yeah Central, Central Park. Park. So you're you're frequently down here. Yeah. Um, what is uh, if you had to bring something into the city, what would it be? Or something I, that's missing. I think a few different things, and this is just different sides of me. So I would love 
an arcade. Okay. Um, I, I don't know how practical or arcades are. There's an arcade in Woodwood Mall. Is it? I think maybe yeah, still there. Nickel Nickel. No, it's gone. No, and now it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's right. But I used uh, to have a lot of uh, parties there when I was little, like in the fourth Nickel grade. Nick- I thought that was grade. a great. I would go on, you know, before meeting Eva and probably like <laughs> ten years ago. I'll go on so many dates at Nickel Nickel because nice. it was really it was a nickel. It was really cheap. It was two dollars to get in. So You're like, it's not a nickel. It's all on me. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> yeah, and you go to the to the change machine and you put a five dollar bill and it just it's like you hit the lotto. <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe an arcade, but but I don't know how practical that is. Uh, a Mediterranean place. I know that was said before. My favorite place is in actually in Downey. It's called uh, Green Olive. So um, if they move to Whittier, that that'll be pretty cool. Um, I, just practical things. I think valet parking would be would be awesome. Um, so if, city, if you're listening, one more yeah. one more uh, vote there for for uh, valet parking in in the uptown area. Um, what else? I, I would like to see, and I, I think this is happening soon, metered parking in the streets so people don't just park there, you know, the whole All day, day. Yeah. Just, just like I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that would be something that would encourage more cars to move. And um, what else? Yeah, I'm excited about Ricardo's place that's opening up and hopefully by the end of the year. Um, so that's something that's uh, exciting. But God, what else? So, so if, uh, if we don't find you at Forking Good, where else can we find you? Um, in the bathroom of Forking no. <laughs> <laughs> In the kitchen, making my own food. No. Uh, making the go remote. Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty uh, consistent with the places I go. So if I go to Bottle Room, it's the, and Bottle Room's great because it, it closes fairly late, cl- later than most of the places. So their turkey burgers killer. I go to off the hook. Forgetting to get the turkey burger. Oh, dude, it it is gnarly today, right now. Yeah, right. No, I'm going to dinner, but Uh boo, not not right now, tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But the turkey burger there, off the hook has the uh, mahi mahi. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Their their butter garlic sauce, whatever it is, it it is laced with like cracker. It is so (laughs) good. Um, Where else? Mimos. I get the uh, Mediterranean plate. where else? Uh, you know, Vintage is, is a place I don't go often, but they have really cool um, happy hours. El Pescador um, is good. La Pescadora. La Pescadora. So, yeah, and it's funny. We had a conversation <laughs> with her, but yeah. um, I still re- referenced it wrong. Boo. Um, Bailey's Kitchen is good. Um, where else? The Cellar uh, for, for a drink. The Spin, spin Lounge. Um yeah, I think that's it. And now, outside of Woody, there's a place that Eva takes me. I don't even know what the hell it's called. Or I do know what it's called, but I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. It's Mariscos Martin. Okay. Mm. It's in La Puente on Valley. And they have the, 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 the fish that's kind of, I don't know. Like ceviche? Not ceviche. It's, it's like steam, whole, right? It's, uh, it's oh, a barbecue. frito, like fried? No, it's a, it's a barbecued fish. And they oh. have this red chili, like oil sauce. Oh. oh, it is just gnarly. And it's a really hearty... Um, what is it called? Um, portion. Yeah. And so anytime fish, that place is gnarly. I mean, they, it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say authentic, but it, it, it's pretty legit. I mean, you get the, you get the homies rolling around with the whole band wanting to yeah. play with you and, and everything is in Spanish. And I don't, you know, I, I always go with Eva, so she <laughs> orders. And it's funny that I, I know last time we were there, they were kind of making fun of me. Like I wasn't talking, Yeah. but, um, they were talking really fast, so I couldn't really catch yeah. up. So, 
Um, but that Sorry. place, that place is really, really good. And um, what else? Lyft is is good. And then Bailey's ba- Bailey's juicery. I used to, you know, juice quite often. But um, the thing with juicing is the trash that it makes, mm-hmm. and the cleanup is just—it's way too much. And and I, you know, I with my juicer, I was really. I don't say anal about cleaning it. So I had a toothbrush and I would, to make, you know, five juices, it would take me two hours. Because yeah. I would, you know, properly wash the stuff, yeah, yeah. then juice, and then... Slice it up, peel it up. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then clean the machine. And then it's like with the toothbrush and then it smells the the, the yeah. fiber or the whatever it leaves behind, mm-hmm. the excess. And then half the time I would drink half the juices and the other half, I would be like, oh, it's sat there for three, four days. Yeah. It, lo- it looks too gnarly. I'm not going <laughs> to drink this. So I'm happy they're open. So so those would be the places I, I would venture off nice. to. So going back to your Mediterranean place, what uh, what's the dish you get there? At Green Olive? Yeah. It's the Green Olive Platter. So it's mm-hmm. like 16 bucks and it has every, I think it's every like a meat. sampler or something? Yeah. It's, so it's, a, it's three skewers. So a chicken, a ground beef, and um, a filet, and then it has falafel, and uh, it's 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 really like it, it's if I eat all of it, I'm taking a nap after because mm-hmm. a really big portion. So normally I try to eat like two thirds of it, and you know three four hours later have the other third yeah. for a snack. And I actually did that like two days ago. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. So. so we talked about we talked about the uh, your your local places. Um, I think Rima has to leave. Oh, you have to leave. Uh, Let's talk about like things coming up. Yeah, I was gonna say your any events, whatever you got going on. So you um, do you have do you have any events coming up or any any, uh, uh, programs or or talks that you want to go through? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the one thing that we do quite often and it's in Uptown is we have that home buyer party where people can come learn about the um, the home buying process with our team and it's really. you know, we're we're not the high pressure salespeople. We invite people to come in if they want to work with us, great. And if um, and if they don't, then that's great too. I mean, I think the education part is really important to just know that you're making the right decision or, or not. So we have those every two to four weeks, depending on just scheduling. And it's typically on a Saturday morning at the atrium in Uptown, right next to Spin Lounge. So we have that. Um, what else? And there's the things that we do with the association, being part of the Uptown Association. So whatever events are happening, um, we just had a uh, an orientation and a social media event, and that was kind of neat there. Um, the car show was a cut month or two ago. So, I mean, just uh, local things here. Uh, a lot of things that we have, I would say, if you want to follow us, um, we're pretty active on Instagram, on Snapchat, on the storyline and then uh, of course on our facebook and everything that we're on is remo the realtor so all the handles if you go on youtube facebook snapchat um instagram whatever else is out there that's our handle for everything so it's really easy to 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 stay connected with us across all platforms very cool Awesome. Well, it was fun learning more about you remo thanks christine yeah (laughs) so so formal yeah we'll uh We'll have to set up the next uh, the next uh, podcast after, after getting married. After getting married, <laughs> yeah, the before and after. And yeah, uh, yeah, that would be fun. And mm. by then, the house will be ready. Maybe we'll do it. We'll yeah, we'll ask, we'll, we'll, we'll that, do an man. interview with you, Jesse. Yeah. Because you're working you because you're working with me, it'll be done soon. Then. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Good, so good. next one we do it will be after we get married, and we'll do it at the house. 
watching, hey. watching the uh, on a deck that Jesse's uh, putting plans together to build. <laughs> I'll stand inside. You guys can stand outside. No, I'll stand inside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank All right, you so everyone. Much, Thanks for coming on, man. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.